Hey, everybody, we are no longer living life in paradise. It is not a fairy tale. Hey, lady, what you been up to? Nothing much, just the usual. You know, my life is pretty boring. I don't do much. Okay, well, just to recap, um, it is not a fairy tale. It's pretty much a podcast about the ups and downs, the highs and lows, all of that good stuff in between on married life and relationships. And we're going to... You pick a topic every week as well as um, do some recapping on Rache Reality. Um, we're going to do a business buzz as well as have a fairy tale moment. So, Miss Tanisha, what what was your week like? Was How's your week been so far? Well, my week has been great. Um, I have hung out, went, did a little bit shopping over the weekend. We went to our marriage builders um, group where a bunch of people from church get together and we talk about all things in marriages and relationships and how to get through this thing and from a Christian principle. So it was always informative. That was very good. We ate. We had some good food. Well, we had fruit, but there was some good food there that I looked at and I thought about like when I was eating animal products, how that would taste. But I just stuck to the fruit, you know. Okay. Yeah, we have got that stuff. willpower, that vegan power. Girl, I sh- it's a, it is a struggle. I struggle with cheese. Like I don't need chicken, steak, nothing else. It's the cheese that gets me. I'm sure and it's it's only it's cheese delicious. at the Mexican spot. Oh yeah, yeah, that cheese and pizza. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anything else, I'm good. Okay. Just need to, some cheese sometimes. So I treat myself with cheese every now and then until I can break the chain just just break it okay the struggle's real okay don't judge me that's fine (laughs) like Portia would say i'm a baby vegan every time she says that that just burns me up whatever i mean she she might be trying to ease her way into it i'm a baby vegan girl whatever i mean every now and again she probably sit under the table and eat a chicken wing it's okay yeah she needs to try some um fried cauliflower that's girl I'm whatever you, so whatever it is good i promise I'll it's good because you're not eating real chicken <laughs> oh, yeah, i've never really liked chicken i only like the crust oh the see i, I, like, I like chicken see, i, I like the the, the flesh of it <laughs> oh, i've never liked the flesh of it now i'll tell you what i do miss as far as meat goes i want some that off of a steak. Oh, that is nasty. Ah, oh, you don't like chicken flesh, but you like fat off a of steak. I like the fat. I don't want the steak part, like the flesh. I just want the little part. You know, it'd be kind of crispy. Mm-hmm. That part. That's mm-hmm. good. Okay. But that's, you know, I'm in a different part of my life. I know. You know, I feel like that's how people that used to be on drugs, that's how they be feeling when they be talking about their days when they was on the dope. <laughs> The days when I was on that dope, girl. Let me tell you what I liked. <laughs> I like steak fat. I like steak fat. Yeah, and I like that real crispy part. I only like like the little gristle, the, mm-hmm. little, the skin that be up there. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do miss some some wing stop lemon pepper, but I gotta try it with the cauliflower. Don't you hate can. on it. I'm, okay. I'm not hating. I still go to wing stop and get French fries. I know they fried it with some chickens. Mm-hmm. With that chicken grease. Mm-hmm. Get a little lemon pepper on it. But anyway, yeah. So how was your week? What y'all do? Um, my week was good. On Friday, me and the hubs went to the 90s R&B concert. So it was Genuine, Next, um, Jacket Edge, um, Drew Hill, and um, Guy. 
So before we even walked in in the concert, I was like, uh-oh, we about to see God. We going back to the summer of 88. Okay. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, in the summer of 88, I was down here with my grandparents for the summer. My sister was an infant, and the whole summer she sat in her car seat in front of a fan because my great-grandfather refused to buy AC for the house. Mm. And so it was hot on the inside, but me and my cousins, we always played outside all day long and left the baby in the house house with the ceiling fan, with the fan. And um, we had, it was a good summer, but I, the whole summer, I remember hearing Guy and Keith Sweat, because I guess that was the summer when, when the new Jack era came in. And um, when I did stay with, um, um, I I mean, I would guess I could consider her my aunt, even though she's technically not my aunt. But I stay. I would. I know, but you know how how families, you know, be taking in kids. That's not theirs. That's your auntie. Yeah. So I would spend like I would go to her house for the weekend with my cousins, and since she was young, then you know I think she's probably about twenty four or twenty five at that time. Um, all we heard was Keith Sweat and Guy the whole summer. So right. when I was going to the concert, I was like, "Summer '88 again." So it was fun. It was a good concert. Um, a lot of memories, a lot of good music. Yeah. Um, 90s R&B was the they shit. Did. Okay. And our husbands, they don't even realize. They don't. They don't know anything about that good 90s music yes. love song. They call it in a tunnel of rap music I know. We're just completely R&B. It's like, wow. And don't get me wrong, I love some hip-hop. I done been to the 90s hip-hop concert and had a good time. But it's like the whole time we were in in the concert, I had to, like, be the commentator for my husband about the songs. Because at one point, next sung, like, some songs that Jaheim sung. And he's like, who is Jaheim? And I'm like, where were you? Like, the 90s was not just about Biggie and Pac. And granted, I love them to death. But... This R&B is where it's at. Right. They don't know no better. I know. We got to teach them. All them baby making songs. Yeah, I got- mean, our, 90s R&B was just strictly sex. Right. Stuff we probably shouldn't have been singing and knowing about. We was hot and we didn't even I know. wasn't that hot. We were hot singing them hot songs. I was singing them hot let, songs, let, though. Let Lady D sing them hot songs now. <laughs> no, my baby better not talking come up in here talking about, do you mind if I stroke you up? I'd be like, girl. Right. And then you hear, it, I don't mind. <laughs> Yeah, you going to pop your legs. See, we were high singing them songs. And my, our mamas was just like, oh, look at my baby. I know. Yeah, they still like that now. Probably, that. Yeah, they don't. They be twerking and I know. Everything. I don't know. My mama be teaching my baby how to drop it. I have video of them dancing. Oh, boy. It's so funny. I, I need to see the video. Oh, yeah. I think she was like three. And they were dancing to some late 70s song on the patio, just popping it. And my, my little girl was just popping that butt. Kids learn how to twerk like that in them videos on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's always interesting. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Um, now we are going to get into our topic. All right. So a listener of ours forwarded us this topic on, and it came from um, the togethergroup.com, and it focuses on ha- holding a family meeting. And what I like about this is that it's 
you know, we're we're living busy lives. We're going to work. We're worrying about rearing children. Um, It's a lot going on in the everyday mix. And you kind of forget about like kind of the basics of holding it together within the relationship and the family unit. So this helps you to stay on track with that. Um, and we're, what we're going to do is just go through some tips on, you know, how to get the, the family meeting going and why it could be beneficial for you. Um, so I know when I read it, I was like, this is something that I definitely think we should do as a family unit, including um, our little one. She's, she's old enough to have us to, I guess, have a conversation with us about what she wants and needs. Yeah, she's she's, she's sick. She, so she, yeah. yeah. So um, what I li- really like about it is since my husband works in the evening, we pretty much see each other only on the weekends, like to have a conversation outside of phone calls. So I know a lot of times I probably have talked to my sister or one of my friends about something and then I tell my husband about it and he like well you never told me that and I'm like yes I did and he's like no you probably told your sister and I'm like I probably did or it may be things that I that I have done that I mean to talk to him about but I just forget because he's at work during the time when it's happening so he kind of finds out after the fact and he feels some type of way about it from time to time well he has to understand that y'all have conflicting schedules that is true so some things are just going to be that way because of the conflicting schedule yes not it's not personal not at all it's just that that's the way the schedule's set up it is so i i like this because um it pretty much you create the agenda so in the agenda you pretty much make what what is important to your family so um in the example um on the website like it would have um the the child's last week so you can get together and catch up on what what went on with your your kid in the past week and also plan for the future week um you can talk about meal planning um i know a a few husbands may may not care because they're not doing the cooking but for those who do it's a good time to get together and plan the grocery list as well as plan you know who's going to be making the meal Um, And also a a good time to talk about a recap on your finances. So what's in the budget for this week? Hey, the the paycheck is coming in this week. These bills are going to be due this week. What's going to be left after that? Like just an ongoing conversation about about money, everyday everyday things. Yes. We sometimes forget to discuss. We just do it. We just do it. And the women, well, it depends on the relationship, but a lot of times it's the women are doing a lot of this. Exactly. Not consulting. We're just... You know, the male is just like, well, here's some money. Do what yes. you need to do with it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I'm trying to figure out this, this, this. And if it doesn't match up, then you're like, oh, it all falls on me. Mm-hmm. And they have no clue that any of this stuff is even going on because we're not having these family meetings. Exactly. And then the kids don't know why they can't go to McDonald's. They don't understand <laughs> that they've been to McDonald's three times this week. Exactly. And they're like, no, you can't go today. We mm-hmm. only go on these days. Two days. Exactly. Two days. That's the family plan because we talked about it at the meeting. Yes. And another thing that you can put in there are vacation plans. So if you want to plan around your kids spring and summer breaks and fall breaks, this is a good time to set the budget for that. Pick where you want to go. Pick who all, who you want to join, who want 
who you want to join on the trip as well. Um, and it gives you something to look forward to. Like, oh, when we go to the Bahamas, we can stay on Paradise Island and we can, you know, do all the tours and the, the kids will have somewhere to go and play in the water park. So um, it is also a time to, you know, hash out any marital um Disagreements, spirited disputes, spirited disputes. That's what we're gonna call them, spirited disputes. So it's a good time to hash that out. So in the article, it says if you get into a spirited disagreement that is minimal and light, what you should do is just fix it enough to get to the point where you can talk about it at the meeting and really take the time to hash it out at that time. I don't know about that though. Mm-hmm. I, that's where I kind of I feel like you have to get it to the point where you can <clears throat> sleep well at night. And I wonder if you hold off for the family meeting, are you really kind of holding a grudge for like the, to the next? Like, what if this happens Sunday and you got to hold it to the next? Week but if it's something and you're minimal, kind of bitter about it. It shouldn't be anything that you're going to be better. It should be something minimal. Like, and probably by the time the meeting comes, it's not a big say. deal. That's what I was going to say. On the flip side of it, it might be like, oh, I was tripping. Mm-hmm. I was hungry. Or I'm feeling hormonal. <laughs> or hell, I don't know. I just was tripping. I yes. Was, it was a bad day. It was a bad moment. Not yes. that I had a bad moment. I was in my feelings about something else. And mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband, we used to have what we call powwows. And we used to write out, like, this is what we're going to talk about. And we're about to go into a conversation because we need to talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, talk about it, have an agenda. And you cannot go off topic. Like, no. you have these things. And he'd be like, let me see your paper. And I'd be like, no, because it wouldn't be on the agenda. Because <laughs> I never share my agenda. Because I need, when I tell you that whatever the issue is, I just want you to... You know, I, I need to be fresh and authentic feeling in that moment. I don't want you to come up with some political answer and be all nice because you had time to, to plan out your script. No, I want it just <laughs> to be like, hey, this is what I was feeling. You made me mad. And let's talk about it. Not, oh, I'm sorry. I was feeling hungry at that moment. And that's why I was rude to you. No, that's not what happened. You was just being an ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I just needed to be in that I don't want to be all scripted out. I want to be authentic because I feel like once you have time to prepare for it, it's not, I don't know if it's, it seems like it might be a little phony. My husband's really good at, he's like a great politician. And I'm not always good at that. I, I would prefer to prepare for it. Cause then, especially if you're writing it out and you look at it, you're like, this is stupid. It gives you a chance to reflect like, is this really a big deal or is this just, Something just petty is all outdoors. When we were in premarital counseling, they told us before we have arguments that we should send it by text or email so you have the opportunity to to erase it. it. Mm -hmm. Reread it and erase it. And don't hit send without rereading it. Mm -hmm. Because you will change it. Have you seen that thing on Facebook where the woman's like texting a dude about something about some kids? And then, like, she's texting something real smart and then she'll like tap it back. (laughs) (laughs) And then it'd be like, okay, honey, that's fine. 
It's like that sometimes. It, it is like that a lot of times. But I think we, should, we gotta be, yeah, we gotta be kind of good about our words. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to choose your words lightly. Very wisely. Sometimes I have these little spirited moments. I don't know why I'm so spicy sometimes. It's okay. I mean, I know me and the hubby had conversations, and he he's asked me. He's like, "Do you be cussing me in your head?" I was like. All day, all every day. Time. But I still want to be respectful and talk to you like an adult. But in my mind, oh, you getting it. Yeah. You getting it real good. I don't realize how much we hold back. <laughs> Sometimes I just say it. It's, and it feels so good when I say it. But then I feel bad because I know I shouldn't say certain things. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's a struggle. Nobody's perfect. No. We're all walking this thing out and... It's one thing when you know you're wrong and you're able to look at yourself and be like, man, that's messed up versus being wrong and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I wasn't wrong. I know when I'm wrong. I'm really a sweet person. I just have spirited moments. It's totally fine. You're human. People be trying to pick on me because they think I'm nice. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I know. And then you got to go. Got to go handle You got to go. Angry black woman. That. Okay. I still think people, most people be like, oh, her little voice is so cheesy. And, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Told you. So, in the article, yeah. it did give us um, eight family meeting rules, and you can do them however you want to or add or take away. So, um, one of the first rules is to have an agenda in advance. So, um, it is important that both partners take the time. Um, to put the items on the agenda beforehand. So be prepared. Be prepared with what you're, what you're going to talk about. That way it makes it a more meaningful meeting. Right. Um, and let's see here. I like that it's in a public place. Yes. That's what we don't do. Yes. We have powwows on the couch. After, well, first of all, before y'all have any of these conversations, ladies, men too, if y'all listening, you know your wife, you know your husband, <laughs> you better make sure they fed and make sure that you done dropped it off. So it's no extra ammunition Tension. there. Yes. Tension. Get all that out. Make yes. sure they real happy and smooth it over. You'll A lot of get solved. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 a rule that ain't on here. Yes. That's very important because I have, my husband has to eat before he go to Walmart or he want to push buggies into people. You know them people that be walking real slow and cut you off? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know, he ain't happy with that. You got to keep him fed, girl. You do, you Sex do. Mm-hmm. That's spiritual. Yes. So, um, like she was saying, you do want to have a sacred time and space. So, you want to set a time um, between 90 to 100 minutes and treat it um, like it is the most important time in the world. And also, like Tanisha was saying, you do want to meet in public. Um, That just keep you from wilding out. Because, I mean, are you really about to wild out in Houston's? No. No. But, but you you're a while out at home. You can give some good looks, though, so I don't know. <laughs> you done messed up. But, yeah, that's that's probably where we go wrong is yes. we have our powwow sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. And his team might have lost. It may have to be. We can reorganize this thing. I'm going to do. Yes. I think we're going to do a powwow soon. We're going to do a powwow fun. this weekend mm-hmm. and see how it goes. And we'll incorporate the big little guy in it, and I'm pretty sure he's going to have a lot of demands about what he wants. I'm and, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. And um, also not having it at home keeps you from doing other things around the house. 
So, I mean, I know sometimes you see that one item on the floor and you're like, oh, I just got to get it. I just got to finish doing this. But if you're outside of the house and having this meeting, it just makes for a better outcome. I see myself doing it at a park. At like a at park? A, yeah. Yeah, because like it's very relaxed. Yes. Very relaxed. Somewhere close to some water. You come with your agenda. Yes. Bring a picnic basket. Yeah, that'd yeah. be sweet. Yeah. You and know, the, we used to do that. We used to do that Early too. on. We used to go on picnics all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like going to the movies in the park, we used to do that. We don't do that anymore. We did that last summer. We did I, I like that. And I like the one that was... Um, like me on the west side like that one was really yeah, nice we we used to do all that stuff mm-hmm. we're just like an old couple now i know um we're not doing anything fun other than going to eat i know that's so sad i'm I, trying to trying to do more i think i'm gonna have to reintroduce all these fun things i know because the only thing we, we'll go travel we don't have a problem with getting a car going somewhere and hanging out but we're not even tourists in our own city surely not that we were supposed supposed to to do that one summer and we never did it (laughs) and it's it's so much stuff popping up now yes i saw a new steakhouse by the way not nothing i see you can eat some some grizzle maybe (laughs) i mean hey give me a piece of your fat I'm just saying, no, I won't eat that. Girl, that would mess my stomach up. It probably it would. It would tear me up. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if you were sitting under the table and eating it. You wouldn't judge me, girl. <laughs> I wouldn't judge you. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> See, that's what friends are for. That's the kind of friends you need. The ones that don't judge you when you eating steak fat under the table <laughs> in a really nice steakhouse. Oh, goodness. Okay, so you definitely want to work the agenda. Um, it's really easy just to cover the easy things, um, but you you do want to get on the hard items. And sometimes if the hard items get too hard, you can always excuse yourself to the bathroom if you want to cry on the outside instead of on the inside like a winner. Um, You wanna definitely turn your tech off, turn these phones off. They are relationship killers. Turn it off, put it away. You know, I have that really bad. Mm -hmm. I have like, I don't know what I'm waiting on, or who I'm waiting on, or what, but I feel like sometimes I just cannot put my phone down. Phones, e- even when I'm at work, I'm constantly checking my email. Like, oh, I don't check my email. That's why. I don't like, email. I check them in the morning. I probably check them after lunch and maybe like an hour before I leave. But I just, I, I don't got time for that. See, I try to put out <laughs> little fires before they get going because mm-hmm. I'll have one email right, and then like. They emailed the thirty people, and then you get fifty replies, and I can't you don't stand say that. nothing. And that's they like being you. stuck in a uh, on a group chat. Oh, you don't like that either. <laughs> I like the group chat with that we have, but other group chats, if I'm not like really really cool, I, it gets on my nerves. We have group chats that are very entertaining. Oh yes, our group chats are. Entertaining. It's good. Yes, yes. just us three. Okay, and since you are in public, um, you still want to be sure to have an out. And sit nearly adjacent. That way both of you can look at the um, paper or the computer. Um, and it's not like a confrontational, like you're sitting across the table um, right. type deal. Because they say it makes you feel threatened. It makes you feel you threatened. Have something mm-hmm. in between. That's why my table at work is circular. Mm-hmm. So you can feel together. Okay, so that we're pretty much going to wrap up that. So if you guys have any feedback or any other suggestions to add to the topic, please be sure to um, put a comment on Facebook or Instagram or our email. And you found that um, topic on? It is on thetogethergroup.com. Yes. So check it out. Check it out. 
All right, business buzz time. I want to give a buzz to Wine and Design out of Franklin, Tennessee. Me and the hubby went there for paint night a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I had the absolute funnest time. I know you said like, it was so fun. Yes, it had, they had a DJ. We wobbled. We bunny hopped. We had some Cardi B. Like, it was lit. I bet it was. And, my, and our paintings were pretty darn they good. They were really nice. They were I nice. I that one time we went painting, girl. That thing, you painted on. Girl, her hair was so thick. <laughs> she needed, well, she just needed a pressing comb because we don't do relaxes anymore. <laughs> But next time y'all go, I would want to go. Yes. I, I want to go and paint anyway. Yes. And and the art selection, like the things that they had hung up in there, like it was like melanin fresh. Really? Yes. Oh, like the owner is a black woman and it's um, Miss Nicole Jackson. And they also do things like midday with children as well. Oh, so nice. and they have melanin popping kids painting. So I really I just felt at home. Yeah. It, it was cool. It That's was real good. cool. So definitely check out um, www.wineanddesign.com. Um, and it's the Franklin location um, that we visited. They also have a Spring Hill location in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Um, Spring and you, Hill, Tennessee. Yes. I like how you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. And they are always on the gram, like, showing the paint night. So I think it's a fabulous time. I think I want to I do that for my birthday. I told the hubby that's what I wanted to do. If not that, I would love to do karaoke because, you know, I will get 90s lit right. up in there. <laughs> We gotta sing a song, girl. Something. We heard a lady. This was many, many, many years ago. Uh-huh. Singing Miss Chalet's. No, she sung "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman," but it was a in opera form. So me and Tanisha said we were gonna. Whenever we did karaoke, we were gonna sing something in my heart in opera form. Right, and every time I hear that song, I think about Dory, and I'm like, that is our song. We gonna tear it up. <laughs> I can't sing work a lick. I cannot either. But we gonna <laughs> we gonna I'm, kill it. I'm gonna take take a shot to the head. I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> you got my back. I got your back, girl. Okay. Just like I'm, I used to, we used to braid each other's head at college. Right. We'd get a little bit to drink, and she was always combing my hair. She'd be plaiting my hair up for some reason. I had like 20 plaits on my head by the time playing the ABC game. Knowing I was the first one tore up, cause, and I would have my ABCs written on paper. Oh, my still, gosh. Still end up drinking all the liquor. That's what we get for watching the Cosby show. Yeah, they started it. I see, know. that was something. See, that was meant to show us something and teach us something. We took it and did something. We did exactly what they did. Yeah, because you know, they were our role models. We had to do it. They can do it. We can do it. You know it. <laughs> All right, it's Rache Reality. Okay, so seeking a sister wife wrapped up this week. Um, it really it didn't end. It was nothing like a big to do. I'll say that. So they found. Um, another lady that they want to, that they were trying to recruit in. Recruit, yep. Yes. She got five kids. She, yes! She has five. five. Okay, let's think about this. And like, then they already have three. Okay, so I had to scale it back. So I watched the show, and I was like, okay, I have to figure out, I have to put myself in these people's situation to figure out why, like I try to figure out situations that seem crazy to me. Like, why would I want this? So I'm thinking, okay, she has five kids. She's a single parent. I get that. That's a win for her. It is. The other girl has three kids. 
And I don't know what her deal is. I guess she wants extra support with the kids. But why would you bring eight? Yes. And then on top of that, share your husband with this lady. And I don't think they're real friends. I think they're like Facebook friends. Because they're always talking about how they talk online. Yes. So I'm like, do you really know this chick? And so they they flew down to Salem, Winston. Winston Salem, yes. Winston Salem, wherever she was, to meet up with her and have quote unquote a date to get to know her so this was the first time the gentleman had ever met yes. her even though they had been facetiming and chatting and things of that uh-huh. nature i couldn't figure out why if you're seeking a sister wife for community and helping with your kids why you would bring in five other children and then he wants more children because he wanted to build the tribe so i'm like who she is the lady with five kids gonna have some more kids that's the tribe yes and then she gonna have six seven eight that's too much that's a lot if she has eight kids you got three yes that's a lot that is that's a ton so they went painting they did. Yeah, they went painting. And their pictures came out really nice. They like, were nice. I actually like Ashley. She I was nice, like, yeah. She's really nice, really sweet. Still trying to figure out how this whole sister-wife thing mm-hmm. works out for her. And the girl, what was her name? Ah, uh, shoot, I forget. Okay, well, anyway, she seems like she's She really was right, nice. yeah. He wasn't they look alike. They look just They like, look just, they look like yes, they, they really could They're be. They're like real, what I call granola and earthy. I can't say that anymore because I'm kind of granola-ish. You, yeah, somewhat. So, <laughs> so, you know, so they were like, they just seem like really cool people. I don't think the the guy liked her. What's his name? Um, uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. I don't think he was. Now nah, he wasn't feeling her. She's a little bit thick, but she's cute. She's she was. He looks like she looked like his wife. He looks. Yeah, and she was quiet. I she think was. Maybe he wanted a freak like the other girl. That Probably just dropped it like it's hot. She's a little reserved, but I think maybe he wants a sister wife that's different from his wife, mm-hmm. so he can have more of a variety. But I don't see where his wife is actually reserved. I think she's quiet. She's kind of meek. He wants something wild, I think. Probably. He wants like... I could see. I think that's what he wants. (laughs) Like, why else? Maybe. He needs a little bit something. But anyways, so I think that was the whole thing. I've I've just tried to put myself in the situation and figure out why would I seek a sister wife? Mm -hmm. Because I just feel like... No matter what I came up with, I just feel like I could hire a nanny. Exactly. Or get my grandma to do it. Yes. And it would be less complicated. Exactly. Because she don't need to be moving nothing nowhere. Mm-mm. Girl, she done borrowed my pads. See, we got problems. Oh, no, she in my stuff. <laughs> Why is she in my stuff? Where'd my shirt go? Well, they probably can't share shirts. But, you know, if you get another one that we mm-hmm. got the same time, why are you wearing my clothes? Mm-hmm. And see, that's... Then you got the five kids, and then it's her kids. Yes. So, uh, that's a lot. That 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 in itself three. is a lot. Yes. And, and you and my husband out on a date, mm-hmm. and I and I got all these kids. kids. Yes, eight kids. Well, no, I'm watching your. No, five. I'm saying on top of yeah, her three. Right. Yes, eight kids. Yes. That's a lot. It is. That seems like a lot of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always. A so ultimately, they didn't find the sister wife that they were seeking on this go round. But maybe next season we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll find somebody. Maybe. But I just looking at their relationship, like they just seem like a really cool couple. Like, why are you trying to bring somebody else into that? Maybe he's bored. <sighs> maybe. Ashley might. I don't. She probably is doing her thing. I'm not saying she's not, but 
I don't know. Maybe she's just a little too quiet for him. But I think it's all about building a family. But I feel like you can go adopt. There are so oh, many yes. beautiful kids out here who need a home. Like, why can't you just adopt kids if you want to try mm-hmm. with kids? Like, I don't quite get it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's just, you know, a write-off to say, here's a permission slip. It's okay for you to have sex with my sister friend here that I helped you find. Well, I feel like he jacked that permission slip thing up on the last episode. He did. He, he messed uh-uh, it up. Yeah. I felt like that was adultery. It was. Because we didn't talk about Mm-mm. that. That, he, that was he, outside the rules. That was outside the rules. Those are some crazy rules. Yes. But that's their rules. It's mm-hmm. their relationship. That's their thing. So, yeah. I would have had a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she, like, snapped on him. I'm yeah. sure she did. She she better had. <laughs> she pulled him by them dreads. Yes. Like, I'm going to jerk you up. At the family meeting in the park. Oh, yes. Yep, that's how mm-hmm. it went down. She had to walk away. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this in a public place because I'm going to hurt you. Right. Yes. And I don't want to get charged. <laughs> oh, he drinking antifreeze gosh. right now, don't he? Shut up! <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to get a check. All right, so we're going to get into Married to Madison. Yes. I love that show. It is. It touches my heart. <laughs> I can see myself in every single one of those women, except Heavenly Monster. I mean, Heavenly she's Monster. interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Be- she has her her dates. Daddy keeps her in check. Though. He does. He got mm-hmm. to. That's the only person who can keep her in check. Daddy be laying it down. He gotta be. She she calms down with Daddy. Yeah, he he get her right. Um, so it starts off with Toya and Eugene. Um, they're finally paying off that tax debt and they want to throw a party, which I think they should throw it, but you know, to each his own. I mean, it's, it's Bay coin, so it don't make me none. I, I, I understand why they wanted to celebrate. They could have took a trip. They just came from a trip. A trip by themselves. They need to get their sex life together. I mean, together. they literally just came from a trip. But they still need to get their sex life together. Spend some time alone. You don't need your friends and stuff all up in your business all the time. That's true. But, I mean, I'm quite sure they had some good alone time when they went to wherever they went on the island. Yeah, where, whatever. They they shouldn't have spent that time. Because that's not my business, not my money, not that's my story. Exactly. Um, so Toya has Eugene on a diet and she is very excited because yes. his man, man looks bigger since he's dropping weight. It's not weight. about looking bigger. I think it's like the stomach sucks it up when you are a big dude and you lose weight. It's like you get inches back as your stomach gets smaller. That's when I we, guess that's true. That's true <laughs> because when we went vegan, I noticed a difference. It was like, wow. This is different. This is great. Not saying that it was like teeny tiny, but I'm just saying I noticed a difference. And I noticed the difference in myself. I was a little bit more flexible. Things happen. Smaller sex is a lot better than big sex. So all my big men and women out there, you know, tone it up a little bit. You'll have some fun. It's worth it. So I guess when I think about eating meat, I'll be thinking about (laughs) Eat meat. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I can't with you. I know, girl. I cannot. You gotta have fun. It's good to laugh. Okay. Um. Then they we they went to who you want to talk about next? Let's talk about Quad and Eugene, right? And I'm all really their dramatics about them. I really am. I really want them to work. I know you have a difference of opinion. I really want them to work out. 
And I just don't know how she got to this point because it seems like all of a sudden they're just in this very bad place in their marriage. And I, it's probably a lot of trivial stuff that's added up to this point, like probably. the whole trash. Yes. Take the trash out, girl. It's okay. It's so not that serious. Like, it's not life or death. So take the trash out. Stop fighting over stupid stuff. But it's good for him to hear, like, really listen to her and hear her heart. I think that's part of the problem. He doesn't hear her heart. He just hears her. And sees attitude. Probably. And it could. And I will say when she does try to have a discussion with him, she does start off very calm. But he gets to another level where he's talking into the air. So I can see where that will put somebody off. And she. And wanting to talk about anything. Yeah. And she pushes him away too. She does. I agree. But do you think she's done? She's done. She is. She's so done. It's. I just. In my mind, she's singing when a woman's fed up. And she's done. No matter how you say it, ain't nothing you can do about it. That's what she's well, singing. I, don't, I think she, I don't, I think if she was done, she would just leave. She's about to. Did you see the confessional? I did see that, but I still think she, there's a little bit of glim of hope. But you know, that's just me because I believe in fairy tales. So. Power of positive thinking. I know. I, I feel like out of all the couples, they're probably going to be the ones to divorce. I really feel like Dr. Simone and Cecil really probably not going to get a divorce. I feel like they're going to work that out. Um, but I do not see it for quiet in Eugene. I don't think it's in the cards. Well, let's just see how this plays out. I hope it's not that. I hope they make it, and I wish them the best. But, girl, it's not worth it. If it's really about the trash and him not taking on masculine roles, he is immature. I get it. I see it. Most people are. We all have immature moments. But try to, you know, get a man a little bit of help when he wants to touch you and be like, don't touch me. Yes. Well, he ain't going to touch your ass then. And then you're going to be mad because he's not touching you. Right. And then he could be like, somebody I'm else. I'm touching her. I'm going to touch her. And then you somewhere else crying and feeling like this. Yeah, get together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he need to get it together, too, and stop spinning off in that little Mini Cooper. Sure. <laughs> and rolling on the ground yeah. and foaming, and foaming at, the at the mouth. In front of your friends. That's so embarrassing. It is. Grow up. It is. Get your life together. So the next couple is going to be Dr. Jackie and Curtis. I love them. They're my favorite. I love Dr. Jackie. Curtis, he's got to work on my forgiveness. But I love Dr. Jackie. I want her to be my doctor. She's, like, super cute and super cool. She's so strong. She's so cuddly. Yeah, I want her arms. I bet she's strong. She probably is. She got to be strong to deal with Curtis's tall cell phone giant. I bet she be picking him up and everything. I don't know about that. I'm going to carry you. I don't know about that. That's a a big man. I don't care. She got some big arms. She got some big arms, but, I mean, have you really seen how tall he is? I've never paid attention to it. Really. He is tall. He's a big guy. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she ain't picking up nobody. Yeah. And you said that you was talking about a hickey on her shoulder, but I didn't yes, see Yes, at the party, they they noticed that she had a hickey on her shoulder. So somebody came upstairs and went downstairs so they can, you know, don't be, work that out. Don't be biting me on my shoulder. That's stuff we did in high school. Whatever. But that's some animal loving. I know. That's, that's some that st- long time. I haven't had you in so that's long. That's like some brown liquor loving. <laughs> that's got to be brown liquor loving. To make that's, you some, bite that's some angry, like, oh, I'm going to take it out on you. She must have had a bad day at work. Probably. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad they're working it out. I am, that's, too. that shows stress. Exactly. It's, it's so easy to walk away. It's so easy. 
But to stay and stick it out and work it out, especially in front of everybody, the whole world is watching. Mm -hmm. And you doing your thing. And if y'all make it, great. I believe y'all do because if y'all will, I believe in you all. But that's really, there's some strength in that. Because that's not easy. It's not. I totally agree. Um, He's still alive. He, he is still alive. Like, he doing good. Yes. So, I think my only petty pet peeve of this episode was Dr. Contessa. And normally, I like her. She, she's she been, her husband, husband have been cool, like, the whole season. Yeah, that's true. However, I just feel like after Eugene apologized to everybody after saying what he said, which I totally agree with because they was acting they always like do. that. So, and they do. So, I feel like he had had it. it. It got to a point where he was like, you know what? This this is ridiculous. But I'm glad he also apologized. And I understood where his frustration came from. And his apology was very sincere and very well thought. And I appreciated him coming to the group as a man. And when he stepped out of order and approached the women that way, he was genuine with it. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Then she want to bring the end book with us. I Oh, that was unnecessary. Why are you rehashing stuff? Let that go. At their special party. Exactly. I, I had a problem with that. I had issue with that. I did too. But I feel like she needs to just go out with a bang, I guess. Yes. So we are getting ready for the reunion show that's coming up. I and cannot I wait. I cannot wait. I think it's the, them shows going to be pretty good. I think we need to get some popcorn. I know. And just sit down and have like a pajama day party. Or, oh, I got something. I think I, I don't know what I got to do yet. I won't watch it. I have to watch it on rerun because I have something to do. I'm going to be gone all night. Mm. I'm going to a, a gala. Ah, look mm. at you. Yes, girl. I can't wait to get all dressed up and go okay. out. Okay. All right. Yeah. Doing grown folk stuff. About time. You know, I'm a homebody. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I need a billboard. I, I need a couple billboards. I need a billboard, too. So we are dedicating this fairy tale moment to Serena Williams' husband, Alexis. Alexis. Somebody. Yes. Girl, I feel like I need a bunch of billboards just like that. That is so sweet. Like, those are the moments that girls dream of. Yes. So for those of you who didn't see it, he um, dedicated a, a section of the highway or expressway. I take it that's the route she takes to go practice. So he did about three billboards, three or four, and they pretty much say world's greatest mom. And it has pictures of the baby. And then it has, the last one has um, world's greatest mom. And then a picture of her, Serena Williams. And it's the sweetest thing. Those are the fairytale moments that we live for. Exactly. So shout out to you, Alexis and Serena. Like Alexis, he done set a bar for the men out here. Yes. You don't even got to give me a billboard. You can give me a little postcard. I would appreciate yeah, that. Some, you know, the ones that they used to make at Walgreens. Yes. We can, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to them about that. Yes. Get us some little, what's that, five by seven? That'll work. That'll work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have like, them. he went old school. Because, you know, some people put it on Facebook. No. No. I'm getting whole billboards. A whole I billboard. Check that. Check that. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up. Please oh, yeah. write in to our Gmail. It is, it's not a fairy tale. 615 at Gmail with your 
sweetie with your fairy tale moments with your business buzzes if you yes. have topic suggestions if you have just general comments on how we can improve the podcast and just interact with us yes you know, we love it people yes for the people we definitely um are on um instagram it is um hashtag um it's underscore not a fairy tale and also on facebook at it's not a fairy tale mm-hmm. um Yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, MILFed. You've been MILFed. Now what? Own it, love it, wear it. Now selling four-in-one Milkanista nursing covers. It can be worn as an infinity scarf, used as a nursing cover for when you feel uncomfortable, and let's be clear, not for when you want to make other people comfortable, because nursing is a beautiful thing. The cover can also be used as a car seat cover to keep germy hands away, and as a shopping cart cover for when your baby is exploring everything with their little sweet mouths. Milkanista nursing covers can be found at milfaccessories.com. Dot myshopify.com. And for our listeners, you can get $3 off your order with the promo code It's Not a Fairy Tale.